Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan, and today we are doing a review on the new Spider-Man Hero event for Marvel's Avengers. So... Today, Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix have put out, for PlayStation 4 and 5 users, the new Spider-Man with great power hero event. Um, And essentially, all this hero event is, is a character being added to the game. Now, they do have an opening cutscene to introduce Spider-Man. They, of course, have a bunch of cosmetics you can buy for him and unlock through their hero pass, which you have to purchase, of course, through credits. Um, and they do have a story for this, but it's done in audio logs, so essentially you'll have to play through a hero chain mission and complete objectives, and once you complete all the objectives... They will give you these audio logs. That is Spider-Man's entire story. So, let's talk about the story, first of all, right? If you're going to make a new character, you might as well have something for story content, okay? We know that, for instance, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop and, of course, the big expansion of Wakanda, when Black Panther was released, there was... A lot of content coming with those DLCs, more than just the character, their trees, and cosmetics, but a story expansion with it. With Spider-Man, there is absolutely nothing other than audio logs that you get for completing challenges. That is absolutely absurd. You can do one or two missions related to Spider-Man and have that work. One or two story missions for Spider-Man, so that way it's not, you know, intrinsically disconnected from the other versions of the game for other consoles, because as you all know or should know, this Spider-Man DLC does not come out on Xbox or PC. So people that play Marvel's Avengers on any other platform does not get Spider-Man. So you could do two missions for Spider-Man, give him his own villains, his own little story arc, and that's all you had to do, instead of just putting his character in the game, and then having people complete in-game challenges to unlock audio logs that have his story. It's not uh, as effective, and nobody wants that. People want to play as Spider-Man through a little story, and unfortunately, you don't get that. So what about Spider-Man's movement, web-swinging, you know, all that great gameplay? The gameplay for Spider-Man is okay. Um, it's obviously not a, you know, insomniac Spider-Man PS4 sort of deal. You know, it's, it's clearly not that good. Um, but it is a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. The web swinging is okay. However, like I said, it is Marvel's Avengers, so it is a very clunky, uh, um, fighting mechanics, uh, swinging mechanics, the wall climbing, oh, the wall climbing is fucking terrible, um, but other than that, everything's pretty clunky and not as well organized as it could be, um, I would have to say the best thing about Spider-Man is his dodging, even his web abilities aren't that great in terms of, like, when you shoot enemies with web shots, it takes forever to web up an enemy, um, unless you use one of his abilities, like a web bomb, or the, um, he, uh, like, the web ball that you use, and smash down on enemies, 
So, his gameplay is okay. It's more fun than majority of the Avengers. Um, but then again, that's because he's a quicker character. And the web-slinging is pretty good, considering the engine that they're working on, and, well, as we all know, how Marvel's Avengers is by default. It's okay. It's not a Marvel Spider-Man, by any means. If you really want to play Spider-Man on PlayStation, you might as well just play Marvel Spider-Man for PlayStation. You get plenty of cosmetics for free, a story... And some DLC if you're willing to, you know, fork over a little bit of money, which is well worth it because they are long DLCs. So when it comes down to Spider-Man for Marvel's Avengers, it's just really, overall, a character added to the roster. So for those of you on other consoles, not PlayStation, you're not missing out on a lot. And I know that might hurt, and it might be like, well, you don't understand, it's Spider-Man. I do understand. But if I was looking at this gameplay, or if I went to a friend's house and played this, I would say, well, I don't like Marvel's Avengers as it is, and I'm not playing it, because even if I had this on Xbox, I wouldn't be playing it. Spider-Man does not save this game. I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool to hop on and play with him because he's got some of the best game mechanics. But at the end of the day, it's still no Marvel Spider-Man PS4. And actually, a lot of Spider-Man's moves in this game is very much inspired off the... Ins or directly copied, but done worse from Insomniac. For instance, um, the web pull, very similar... Um, he also has an ability whenever he dodges, he can shoot webs at an enemy, very much from the Insomniac game. There's also an ability where you can web zip, and web zipping in this is obviously not fluid like Insomniacs. It's not like you can just zip like two or three times straight. You have to actually be near a ledge that prompts you to push your X or A button if it was on Xbox. Um, and when you, you know, web zip and then you push A again, he does that flip that he does uh, in Spider-Man PS4, whenever you web zip to a location and then you push X and you do that somersault flip, he does that. Except it's less controllable in what direction you go, and like I said, it's not as fluid. Um, so there's that. Um, there, the some of the punching mechanics and finishers feel a lot like they're from Spider-Man PS4. Even the uppercut is very reminiscent of Spider-Man PS4, except for Spider-Man... Uh, he actually does jump in the air when he does the uppercut rather than staying on the ground like he does in Spider-Man PS4. But majority of his gameplay style is very reminiscent of Spider-Man PS4. There's not a huge change when it comes to his gameplay and his fighting styles. There are some things. Um, but yeah... Now, what about the voice actor? Uh, the voice actor's okay, uh, as well. He is no Yuri Lowenthal, um, but, you know, the way that his dialogue is written feels like Spider-Man. I will say that. His dialogue definitely feels like Spider-Man, but the voice actor may not necessarily be the best. Um, not the worst Spider-Man that I've heard, but he's supposed to be in his early 20s, and he still sounds like a pubescent teenager, so it, it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. Because this Spider-Man in, in this uh, Marvel's Avengers game has been doing it for six years. So I would say somewhat along the lines of Spider-Man from Spider-Man PS4. is right along, along the same path, I would say. Um, but yeah. So what about the suits? The, so you get the classic suit when you start off playing as Spider-Man. And then once you complete the mission chain, you get his iconic suit, which is what I like to call this 
uh, Universe's version of the upgraded suit. And I gotta say, I'm not a big hater of this suit. I think that the Marvel's Avengers suit is pretty cool. It gives me some TASM, Sam Raimi, and Tom Holland vi uh, vibes about it. The spider gives me um, Raimi vibes. I know you're gonna say, but it doesn't look anything like Raimi's. It still gives me Raimi vibes. The gloves give me... Um, the vibes of um, Andrew Garfield and the eyes and the pattern of the suit gives me uh, Tom Holland vibes. So this suit definitely incorporates all three Spider-Men in some sort of way from live action. And I'm not, a, I don't hate the spider symbol. I don't know why everybody's hating on the spider symbol. Every spider symbol that Spider-Man has ever had is different. If I had to be honest with you, I prefer this spider symbol over the MCU spider symbol. I've never been a fan of Tom Holland's spider symbol in the MCU. It's never been something that I like. I like the more Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield spider. I like the long legs, the decent sized body. I'm not a fan of the really small um, spider from the MCU version. I've never been a fan of that. Um, and in this game, I do like the suits. The suits look incredible. You really can't go wrong when it comes to Spider-Man suits. You have plenty to choose from. Um, but yeah, so overall, if I had to rate this DLC out of 10, what it adds to the game, how good is it, I would give it a 6 out of 10. And we're talking about my favorite character, uh, both in terms of comics and superheroes. This, like, Spider-Man is my, like, I love the guy, okay? I have so many Pop Funkos of Spider-Man alone, <laughs> it's not even funny. Um, so yeah, I have, like, three, like, I have three Spider-Man cosplay costumes, which cost a pretty penny for each. I got, like, what, one, two, fucking... Three, four, five, six. I got like six Spider-Man Pop Funkos, which I know doesn't sound like a lot, but if you saw the sides of my room, you'd understand. I have a Q fig of Spider-Gwen. I own all the Spider-Man movies. Got a Spider-Man poster. Um, like I, I, and I also got the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, uh, comic books. Well, actually, more like volumes. Uh, so like they're in the like really thick paper covers and hardback, but, or hardcover, but yeah, you, you get the point, I love Spider-Man, okay, and while I might not have the most memorabilia of Spider-Man, which I will definitely get more in the future, um, Spider-Man is by far my favorite character, and even he in this game does not save it, and, that, and that's the sad thing about Marvel's Avengers, this game had the potential of being one of the absolute best Marvel games, even better than Spider-Man, it had that potential. But because they decided to focus on a live service game as opposed to a straight up campaign with some DLC expansion uh, for story, instead of doing that, they focused very heavily on, oh, let's make people grind. Let's make people pay for cosmetics and let's be live service and online with friends. Spider-Man PS4 has a bunch of suits that you can acquire, okay, in-game. And the DLCs, you get extra suits that you can get. You don't really pay for the suits. You pay for the story content, and you get the suits with that story content. 
And I gotta tell you, the Spider-Man story content for PS4 was fucking phenomenal. It was so good. And they and all of it had its own little story arc. The City That Never Sleeps, you have the first one, which deals with Black Cat. And who she's working for. And does Peter have a kid? The second one focuses on Yuri. Spider-Man's, you know, best friend cop. From the main campaign. Who gets in a situation where her men die. She loses her shit and goes after Hammerhead. Then, of course, you deal with the third DLC that deals with Sable. And Sable comes back after the main campaign. And she's going after Hammerhead because he took her equipment. And all of these DLCs have to do with Hammerhead and his whole criminal operation. So, he's the big bad of the three DLCs, and all that story content adds up, I would say, at least two to three hours worth of story content for each DLC. So, all three DLCs combined for one narrative is nine hours. That's about the length of a Call of Duty game. That's an expansion, okay? One major story expansion, separated in three parts, in total, is about nine hours. And then the main campaign is even longer than that. We're talking closer to 15 hours. Or more. It really depends on how good you are at the game and with how quick you'll get through it. The point is, the game is, is great. Then you look at Marvel's Avengers, and there's nothing. There's some, you know, expansion, you know, campaigns that maybe take a few hours to beat, but the main campaign is like eight hours, maybe. I, I swear on my second plate, do I beat it in five? It's not the longest thing ever. When I go and I buy a game like Marvel's Spider-Man or Marvel's Avengers or Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, at some point I will buy down the road, I want to see a game that is story-based, that has hours and hours and hours of content. Marvel's Avengers is a great example of what never to do with a Marvel IP. It's just, it, there's no point in it. That's why you leave it to mobile games. If you're going to bring a Marvel game to consoles, you need to take the Insomniac approach. Craft an amazing story and fucking have that story play out. Throw in some DLC expansion if you want to make a little bit of extra money. And throw in cosmetics for free because it's a single player story game. And if you're making a game like Marvel's Avengers, yeah, you can implement systems of choose what Avenger you want to play as. Or you can change between what Avenger you want to use throughout the game. You can add that feature into the game and still keep it as one narrative story. Just make every other Avenger an AI bot. But you can choose, like you do in Marvel's Avengers, what character you want to be as. Playing Marvel's Avengers is so boring. And that's because, the, like, yes, with story games, people will buy them, and they won't touch them for a long time. I, I mean, I have the Mass Effect trilogy that's been sitting on my uh, shit for, like, about three, four months untouched after I beat it. Same thing goes with Doom Eternal. Um, same thing goes with Mass Effect Andromeda. 
Um, same thing goes for Until Dawn, any of the David Cage, uh, Cage Quantic Dream games, Spider-Man PS4, Spider-Man Miles Morales. These games I bought, okay, and I have not played them in a long time. But when you play them again, you get hit with the, oh, I love this. The thing with story games are, you have to let them sit on your shelf so when you pick them up again, it's a fun playthrough. The problem with a online service game that continuously gets, or quote-unquote continuously, <clears throat> Avengers and Anthem, yeah. So, with a lack of content, those games are not worth buying. Marvel's Avengers is the last live service game I am going to buy. I never bought Ghost Recon Breakpoint. <laughs> I liked Ghost Recon Wildlands, but Wildlands was a complete game at launch. Breaking Point sucked. So, when it comes down to Marvel's Avengers and the Spider-Man DLC, the Spider-Man DLC is okay. And that's not even being given to everybody that bought the game. <laughs> But it's just a character. That's it. If I want to play Spider-Man, I'll play Spider-Man PS4. My PlayStation is not a very much used console for me. Because their exclusives are story-based. Therefore, my console sits there and just collects dust a lot of the time. Because I'm not in the mood to play a story game all the time. On a very slow day, if nothing's going on and I'm sick of playing COD and stuff, I might throw in a story-based game. Which reminds me, I gotta play Until Dawn because Christmas time is rolling around. And Until Dawn, while being a horror game, is taking place during the wintertime. So it's it's very fitting. Um, I, I'll probably be playing it over break. Um, I'll probably wait until I actually get a good amount of time of, you know, nothing going on. Because um, as you all know, or should know, um, we're in finals week right now for college. Well, finals weeks. Um, our finals week isn't technically for another two weeks. But a lot of the projects and stuff that we're doing, we're working on for the next two weeks. So this week, next week, we're working on projects. And... Um, Certain tests. Um, my hope is to get everything done so I don't have to come to school finals week other than maybe a few days of that week. Um, but that's my hope. Is that I don't have to be at school during finals week the entire week. Even if I can get half that week off on uh, starting on that Wednesday or something, I'd be fine with that. But we'll see what happens. Um... Right, and I'm not going to lie, guys. This is like the final stretch. Okay? Like, I'm tired. Everybody else is tired. We have a few weeks of school before we get like half a month's break, which is going to be nice. It's Not only is it going to help podcast content, because I'll have more time to play video games and to cover Spider-Man No Way Home, because obviously, you know, by the time we're on break, Spider-Man No Way Home's coming out. So, there's going to be plenty to cover for Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, and 
I'm really excited for that. I'm re- I'm really excited to talk to you guys about that. Um, it's just right now with everything going on. Um, in terms of finals, I'm surprised I've even had the time to do these last two podcasts the past few days. But then again, I've been doing them at later hours. Um. And that gives me more time because, like, I've been working on stuff all earlier on in the day. So doing this stuff right now is feasible because it's late at night. I mean, yeah, working on finals and stuff is great. And, and, you know, working on schoolwork. But you do got to give yourself a break at some point during the night. And obviously by the time, like, it's 9, 10 o'clock at night, like, what am I doing during this time? Well... Tonight, I'm not weightlifting. Normally, if this was a normal night, I'd probably be downstairs weightlifting right now. Um, my friends are most likely not even on Call of Duty or on gaming consoles right now. Um, so, what I'm really stuck doing is just playing um, or, or doing podcasting or weightlifting, right? Um, I can't hang out with friends this late at night, obviously. And majority of my friends are in college, um, other than a few. So, you know, I, I don't have a lot to do. These next few weeks are going to be very much uneventful for me because it's just going to be schoolwork, work, and schoolwork. And that's basically it. Now, yeah, when you're in college, you're more consumed by work anyways. But as of right now, um, the reason the podcasts have not been as consistent is because we've been we went from midterms into finals. Like it's like bang, bang. It was it was very quick. Like, for instance, um, it was around Halloween time when midterms were going on. Midterms got done. And then all of a sudden, bang, we're already talking about finals. Okay, and then, you know, you go through November for a few weeks of classes. Then you get your November break and then you come back and then bang, finals are literally like at your doorstep. So there's not a lot of time that I've had to really, you know, from midterms to now finals to really talk about a lot podcast-wise. I just haven't had the time, nor the energy. Um, But here's the good news. I have deleted my Facebook page. How's that good news, right? Well, I made a Discord. So, Facebook, A, I don't like Facebook at all, both the company and how it operates. And I have currently been using Discord in college for a gaming group. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to make a PC Boys um, Discord. I can have all the tabs that I want. So instead of just posting stuff in a, in a feed and having you guys look through to find news or to find a podcast or whatever, which I stopped using my Facebook page a long time ago consistently... Um, but with Discord, it's a lot easier because I can literally just hop on the app, go to the whatever page it is, and I can throw my pod like on podcast announcements. If I'm like, you know, talking about like, oh, we're gonna be doing this on the on the podcast now, and like, oh, here's a little update on you know a content roadmap of the week or something, or if I th- wanna you know have my podcast put on there, I can just link it right to the Discord to that one page, and it's all set. Or I can go to the Twitch live stream section where I'm like, hey, I'm going to be live streaming on Twitch at this time on this game. Um, and then, of course, there's the general where I can communicate with, uh, oh, yeah, and then there's Marvel news where I can post Marvel links um, to, to the news, like from articles, or I can just give some little updates to you guys. I have put a few things on there already. Um, and... 
uh, there's the general page where if you guys want to suggest a topic that's in the realm of movies, video games, and pop culture, but we mainly do movies and video games. Um, so you can suggest a topic that we c- or I can talk about, and I and I'll uh, take it into consideration when I go to do another podcast, or maybe if there's not a lot of stuff going on, I can talk about that, um, as a fallback, so it's a way for me to be able to interact with the community on what they want, um, instead of you guys kind of just sitting there and being like, well, how do I, you know, get the content that I want, um, because obviously there's a podcast for everybody and for everybody's interests, and this one is mainly about movies, video games, and Marvel stuff, so if though, if that's like your main area, um, of what you like to listen to, I'm your guy, you just gotta, you know, request, you know, for me to do something, if if you're looking for something specific, um, but other than that, the general page is just there for the community, more so, than, um, than for me, it's, it's just easier for me to interact with the community on that, um, so yeah, uh, if you want to find my Discord, it's just PC Boys. It'll obviously have my profile picture um, of my podcast on there, so it's very easy to find. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. Go follow the Discord, and I'll talk to you all in the next one.